for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Prepare for the attack of the android. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Thursday, March 19th, 2015. This is episode 151 of Attack of the Androids every week, moving to the new day of the week, Thursdays. So mark your damn calendars. Uh, Yeah, I'm Matt Lee. That's Eric. What's up, Eric? Oh, Matt, I missed you. It's so nice to talk to you again. Is it? Is it nice not to have to try and figure out how to run the Hangout? Yeah, you know what? Uh, much respect to Matt Lee over here. It's, <laughs> it's not an easy job. So, uh, yeah. I can Thanks see I can see how you might think it is because all you see is just us sitting here. But there's, like, beforehand, there's a lot of hammers and, like, screwdrivers and elves. And, yeah, it's just a mess. Also, you Nick... We need, like, order to the chaos, though. Yes, Nick Carroll. How's it going, man? Hey, glad to be back. Glad. Glad to see you again as well. Yeah, absolutely. Moved in the, the land of sunshine and green plants, Washington here. Uh, beautiful country out here. <laughs> uh, what's been happening in the Android uh, ecosystem? I, I just want to mention something first off. Uh, I noticed TechSecure is now out for iOS, also known as Signal, which means... If you have a smartphone, <laughs> like you pretty much have no excuse now not to be sending uh, encrypted texts. So, text secure Android signal for iOS. Can we please start exchanging some damn keys now and keep that stuff encrypted? Don't you make your mom text you like that? Yes, my mom and now my brother. I got my new coworkers and bosses here using it. We're all about locking locking that biz down. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I, I hmm? oh, I wasn't aware that they had released for iOS, and my brother, like, I noticed it was locked, and it was like key exchange completed. I was like, "Huh, are you on Android?" He's like, "No, bro, Signal." <laughs> so, I, li- I like the name Signal better than Text Secure. Definitely, I like yeah. knowing that when I text, I text Secure. So I don't know. Either way, either way. I, I have a friend who's really into like the secure texting and stuff, and I told him because he's he's really like a huge iOS user, doesn't hate Android, but you know that's just his thing. And uh, I said, hey, you know we can start texting via this, and he said, no, nope, no, nope, he he loves Silent Circle. He's he's totally bought into huh. that. Shall we so. direct our attention to the EFF secure messaging scorecard? We'll see how how they fared. Let's no, I don't have it up. I don't have it ready. I was just like being facetious, but I mean, we could. I could. Hold on. Uh, talk yeah, about t- talk about something else. What's uh, what's new with you guys? It's been a while since I've seen you. Yeah, yeah. Actually, for me, uh, I made probably possibly an unwise decision, but I just ordered a, a Nexus Nine. Ooh, um, lucky! Couple, uh, couple things that have concerned me from from friends of mine, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm still interested uh, in getting it, and just like I did with my Nexus 7, I waited a month or two before buying it after release to make sure some of the bugs got worked out. My Nexus 7 has worked great for, I don't know, two-plus years at this point, the original one. But at this point, it is two-point whatever years old, and it's it's really starting to drag me down. And I use my tablet a lot to study before class every single day, and it's just a pain in the butt dealing with that. So uh, I'm into now getting a newer tablet and uh, I should actually get the Nexus 9 tomorrow sometime, and I'll do an unboxing on my channel, et cetera. But uh, I hope it's a, a newer version with uh, some of the improvements, like maybe less light bleed uh, buttons that are more pronounced and maybe maybe just overall better build quality issues. So I don't think you're going to be disappointed, Nick. Um, I've, been, I've been playing more and more with uh, my wife's Nexus 9 that she got, and I, I still – I love my shield, and I especially love it, like, for – you know, for the size and it fits easily, um, like in my bag. But uh, her Nexus Nine, just the, it's it's lighter than the Shield. Um, 
it feels like the build quality. It's less. Um, I don't. Know, it's it's like comparing the like a um, a Chromebook Pixel to a, an Alienware computer. Like there's yeah. not as many sharp edges. It's just a nice. It's a it's a nice <laughs> device. Hold on, hold on. First gen Pixel or second gen Pixel. <laughs> Don't even get me started. <laughs> uh, silent, silent circle is silent phone and silent text. They are actually just as secure, so that's okay. Oh, good. But you should use text secure anyway because it's better. Well, it's free too. I mean, it's the... also and open source. And open source. But silent, the silent ones have been audited, so and they're legit. So that's cool. So that's cool. They also get money from. From uh, all these different groups that are questionable, so. Well, um, yeah. Why wouldn't you <laughs> bring me the money? <laughs> I'll give you a green check. Give in- your keys. You want a green check instead of a red X? Bring me monies. <laughs> I like that. So uh, let's see. You guys want to start off and talk about some smartwatch stuff? You got a couple things there in the rundown: Google, Intel, and Tag Hoor Hoor Hoor. Is that pronounced Hoar? Hower. Tag Hower. Uh, gonna make a smartwatch together. Like all three of them cooks in the kitchen, just like getting it done. That's cool. Are we excited for this? Yeah. Another watch? You could never have too many cooks in the kitchen. I think that's how the saying goes. <laughs> I don't know. I just got off work from a kitchen, and yeah, it's not a very big kitchen, so that is possible. I I think this is a good thing. It's the the watches that I've seen from this company. Um, I don't know. They just they and I look professional. Um, now we just haven't seen what their you know what their take on Android Wear is um, <clears throat> because I I don't think they can make it look like that. A lot of their watches look like that uh, LG uh, Urbane um, that we saw, like the non LTE version. Um, you know, maybe like a two, three hundred dollar watch. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I I guess I'm more in a wait and see mode. I wasn't really blown away by. I, I still haven't been blown away by any of these smart watches, even the Apple Watch. What's well, more of your luxury type type smart watches, and and they're more of a different market, you know, than your than most standard wear watches. So I think it's kind of cool. We'll have more options out there, but it's not something me personally. I either could afford or be interested so much. So, so what would it take to wow the great Eric Finkenbeiner uh, in in a smart watch? I I personally want to see these things going towards what uh, the Pebble Steel did. Um, mm. You know, less Kickstarters. I, Kickstarter. That's exactly what I'm. Mean. <laughs> I'd like to uh, uh, personally no. see more Kickstarters. <laughs> I don't want to be able to tell that it's a smartwatch. What do you want to? Uh, what do you want it to look like? Like I, I just want it to look like a regular watch. Like a, I want it to look like a nice watch. Like a Rolex, and, uh, a Swatch. Like, like what do you want? Here, Show me. I'll send you a picture. You can. I'll I'll screen share. Eric, it. Like, screen share me a picture of what you want. I don't know <laughs> what you want. I know a lot of people. You know they they do want something that you know looks more like a real legit watch. But another. Another thing that people want really a lot of is, you know, just something that'll last more than a, a day in terms of battery life. And that's something that Pebble offers, you know, and they've been offering that for I think you know three years at this point. So, I want to see an Amazon Kindle watch. <laughs> yeah, Amazon will probably get on it, then they'll overprice it, and then no one will buy it, and then and then they'll yard sale it for like two bucks a pop. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So if you yeah, don't know, uh, Tag Hoor is the avant-garde of Swiss watch making since 1860. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've always pushed back the boundaries even further, inventing incredible watches and chronographs for those who love to challenge conventions. Eric, do you love to challenge conventions? I do it on a daily basis. Ooh, you want like an Armatron. What is that? That's nice. I, it, this is just an example, but you know, like just a, it looks like a watch. Well, it yeah. Look like a, it's like a, a giant chiclet sitting on my wrist. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I, I'd like to personally just see a little material design on there. Uh, just wrap it into my skin. Because I'm not going to wear a watch. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to wear a watch. If you can embed it in my wrist somehow, perhaps, uh, that would be better. But I'm not... A, a watch gets knocked into stuff, and it's just... It's it's just not... I'm not a watch kind of guy. Mon- uh, that is the... Uh, a pocket watch, perhaps. I would put a watch in my pocket. I'd like mm-hmm. right, next, right next to your smartphone. Well, yeah, it's called class. I mean, yeah, you know, some people have Nautical watches on their wrists, yeah. and some people dress like Mister Peanut. <laughs> <laughs> one one so. thing though that what you mentioned, I know you were kind of joking, but um, you know, I've I've had a few of these smartwatches. The whole like bumping the screen into things is a problem. Yeah, um, I've broke like, when I was a kid. I broke my favorite data bank Casio watch by. Bumping it into a corner of something metal and it just and I cried. Do you, you remember? Scratches. <laughs> Do you remember data bank watches? Thing was badass. Had the little, the little buttons on it, <laughs> like a it's full red, yeah. a full keyboard on it. <laughs> yeah, the last That's what we was like a calculator watch. Yeah, and, the smart uh, bank. Lost that. <laughs> yeah. Man, I cried. I cried so hard that day. That was just last week. No, it was kidding. like three days ago. I still, I'm looking. <laughs> I have one more box to go through. <laughs> if if you look at this com, if you look at this company, like they're they're not selling cheap watches. Like the one that I just showed you, that's like a four thousand dollar watch. Yeah, with with a name like Tag Hoor, I mean, of course you're gonna you're gonna sell expensive watches. I understand yeah, this that. This is not your father's smartwatch. No, wait, I'm just kidding. It, it really is. It, it is. <laughs> I carried your father's smartwatch in my ass ten years. <laughs> God, what movie is that from? Pulp Fiction, wasn't it? Pulp oh, Fiction. Oh, that's right. Yeah, with the watch. So I don't. What do you guys think about the whole idea of like we we had the Apple Watch announcement in between the last show and now, and you know, there's that ten thousand dollar plus watch, and then you have Google making this announcement. So a lot of these watches are timepieces, there's something that you can pass down, they seem to hold their value. Do you think that there's really a market for, you know, thousand dollar plus smartwatches, given that the technology is probably going, you know, it's it's gonna be obsolete in a few years? I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I yeah, like to point. think that it's the iterations in between going from here's a computer in your pocket to here's a computer in your brain miniaturization, ramping yeah. up of more efficient power we're, and all that. We'll yeah. yeah, we'll see bionics and implants and things like that in the future. You know, people, will, you know, amputees, you know, they'll have, <laughs> you know, technology at their wrist or, or whatever. We so, saw uh, actually something like that kind of at Showstoppers. It was a, a gentleman who had been wounded in, in military service and he couldn't walk and he was walking around with this like robot backpack leg thing uh, controlling it with his mind. That's cool. <laughs> Sci-fi cool. Yeah, it really, it does it does seem sort of like a transitional thing. Um but it it is nice to like I still I use a I use like a um it's not a smartwatch per se but like you know like a heart rate tracker and things like I think there are some uses for the watch but like a Fitbit um yeah well, that's the thing the watch has been on, the watch has been on a decline over the last I don't know decade or so you know because of smartphones because of you know these portable devices you know really what a lot of people were using smartwatches I mean watches for for really you know as more uh, for looks than functionality I mean. In the last decade, you really haven't had to check your wrist, you know, for time so much when it's not much more effort to pull out your phone. But uh, smartwatches and other wearables, you know, like Fitbit and those kind of things, they have the op- they have the ability to maybe bring that back for- to more people. There may be more people wearing watches now than maybe a couple years ago just because of the advent of the smartwatch. At least that's my take on it. We discussed uh, last last show, and I think uh, it was Shane that brought it up. That um, like Google's approach to smartwatches seems to be the Apple approach, and Apple seems to be the Google approach. Like it's it, like the the roles have kind of switched. And by that, uh, 
he meant, you know, like the Google Wear, Android Wear went towards simplicity. Um, and I, I see that more as the what will, you know, what the smartwatch, if it turns into anything, will be. Um, because I know it's not much more difficult to pull out your phone, but yeah. socially I think it's more acceptable to just glance at your wrist or to yeah. get a little buzz or a tap that says, oh, I got a text message and then you can check it later versus constantly pulling out your phone. Yeah. Well, one of the advantages, well, one of the advantages, you know, of having a smartwatch is that, yeah, it would be quicker. Another one would be that it's more socially acceptable. But an, an advantage that a smartwatch will have over your typical, you know, watch out there is that you get notifications for a lot more things than just just the time. So that's where that can that can fulfill the role of the smartwatch. So I'm seeing like a bunch of, you know, faces that are out there on the on the on the Play Store, you know, that are much more sophisticated than stock. And even the stock uh, faces that you're seeing on these smartwatches are better than they were just a few months ago, where you can see a lot of different things, you know, at a moment's gla- uh, glance, not just your time, but the day, and then other things and, you know, events and things like that. So there's definitely a lot of potential for smartwatches, but they have to look better and they have to also be more affordable for, for other markets, not just, you know, people who want to wear it, you know, for notifications, et cetera. No, mm. well, I'll throw it in the show notes. I don't, I don't know that it's really important to discuss, but like I, I had a, a link to like a chart comparing all the different, uh, like the big smartwatches for this year. Um, like pebble time steel and stuff. Did you see? I noticed you had in the in the rundown a TechCrunch piece on a bunch of the watches and and which ones. The LG Urbane is pretty much the closest to what your picture was, I guess. Like that looks like a watch, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. I I agree. Like the LG watch, I think is. I think that's that's like the gold standard. I almost um, you know, I got the R. I almost, almost got it. I almost got the 360, and I was like, you know what? It's going to sit up in my closet where the rest of the weird watches are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it has to be a value to you for you to really yeah. buy it. And I'm, I'm not, not going to use it. No. But if you had to use it. Moto 360 LG watch. The Zen watch is kind of cool too. Yeah. Zen watch though, that that same design, like that square. I just, I don't know. Like the the Pebble one's okay because it's small. Um, I don't know that the new. I think the new Pebble looks like it's it's venturing very quickly into the weird zone when it comes to shape. Um, but I, if you're gonna have like a a non-round design or even a round design, I think you got to keep them small. And that's been the big challenge. Like the Moto 360 is, um, unless you're Andre the Giant, like it, it looks huge on the wrist. Yeah, and this is a turnoff for a lot of women out there. You know, you get also like a Moto 360, it's too big for most women's wrists. And, you know, Apple did something right in that. They have two versions, one that's smaller that would look more appropriate on a woman's hand, a smaller woman's hand, et cetera. So that's something that I, I really think Android manufacturers need to focus on is smaller, more elegant options for the other half of the potential audience that may be interested in a, in a watch that does more than tell time. Did you, did you see the, I, there's another article in the, in the rundown um, where the, the Lenovo CEO, which if you remember, Lenovo now owns Mo, uh, Motorola. Right. Um, he, he threw out a picture on Weibo, which is like a Chinese social media site. Um, and he quickly took it down, but it was, it was sort of like this, this Pelican case looking thing with what people are purporting to be the next Moto 360. And in that case, you can clearly see there are two different sizes of um, two different sizes of watch. So, you know, maybe they are thinking about the other half of the uh, population now. Um, I don't know that it'll be a new Moto 360, but maybe a smaller uh, option available through Moto Maker. Just, yeah, that's something I'd like to see. Go for it. He's just blowing up their spot. Like, was that was that planned or? It looked pretty well orchestrated. Like, it wasn't okay. just you know a sloppy picture put together. It was well orchestrated. Sure. The whole the whole thing. Yeah. Well, I'm not familiar with Weibo. I I mean I I'm typically very cynical about this sort of thing, but 
I can totally see like you have like an auto share feature turned on for whenever you take a photo and you forget that it's turned on. So you're like, oh, you know, I need to take a look at this later. So you take a picture and they're like, oh shit, it's on, it's on the internet. And then you remove it really quickly. Um, I could see that happening. But uh, I, I think I would be more inclined to buy like the small version of this Moto 360. Um, they also, I mean, they also made some changes to where like the straps don't go underneath. They sort of clip onto the sides, this, you know, the way that normal watches do. So overall, if this is not a new Moto 360, at the very least, it's a very nice redesign that makes it look more like a normal watch. Hmm. And that's what you want, so there you go. <laughs> I want to be normal. I just want a normal watch, you guys. Come on. Uh, this is kind of <laughs> interesting. Microsoft uh, being just the nice, the nice guys that they are, uh, saying, "Hey, if you're uh, if you're a Xiaomi customer and you want Windows on your phone, uh, we can do that." Would you? Would you do that? Would you uh, go and just? Get some Windows 10 on there? If they offered it for more uh, phones and I had another phone that I wasn't using so much, I would look at it. I would probably download it and try it. But Just to I, play around no with it. Yeah, I have no intention personally of switching to like a portable Microsoft Windows. That's a ROM based I, on I also, Windows that operates like uh, the CyanogenStuff stuff on there. So that's kind of interesting. They're just busting out custom ROMs now. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, and maybe this was maybe this was where some of that um, some of those rumors came from um, about like them getting with Cyanogen Mod was that may, it's possible that they were in talks to do something similar, um, and Xiaomi, you know, the Xiaomi deal is just the one that uh, that ended up working out. You know, uh, yeah, I had heard that you know Microsoft was like going to be a potential investor in Cyanogen, but I saw a report recently where they didn't show up in the investor list. So maybe there was a different agreement they had. It wasn't specifically them investing in the current Cyanogen project, but maybe paying Cyanogen to do something else for them. Think of Cyanogen as like a hitman for hire in the, in the ROM world, maybe building <laughs> ROMs, you know, for Microsoft. Wouldn't that be kind of a crazy thing? You know, they, they've talked about wanting to sort of displace android or whatever but if that's if that's the case then they're gonna be pretty decent roms isn't it probably so probably better than what microsoft could produce which is kind of mind-blowing so that's that's cool i'm I'm thinking even more so from like the like the boot angle like you know making it easy for the rom to hook into the hardware and stuff like i can totally see them kicking some money to the Cyanogen to uh, help. Maybe some sort of a multi-boot ROM or something like that. You know, you can alternate between Windows and whatever. So, I don't know. Well, and it should be noted like that currently this is only for owners of the Xiaomi Mi 4, um, which is a 5-inch uh, phone that was released last year. Um, decent specs, I guess like either 16 gigabytes or 64 gigabytes, depending of uh, internal uh, memory. And uh, three gigs of RAM. If anything, so, maybe it's just just something for them to try. And you know, if it's something exclusive to the Chinese market, maybe it's not it's a way of them getting into that market per se. Maybe it's not a direct threat, something in the states. But this could also just be a start for them. And it's only it, it's Windows 10. It's not it's not Windows Phone, which is really interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, it gives them a huge. Uh, it gives them a huge market to play with, so I, I get that. Um, I, I sort of see it as a as a non-starter, though, personally. I'd, I'd, I'd much sooner go to Ubuntu Touch, if that yeah. makes <laughs> you may You may end up eating those words, my friend. Bring it on. Bring it on. Ubuntu Touch. <laughs> cool. Uh, Cortana coming to iOS and Android. Very exciting. Actually saw, uh, was it a commercial? Must have been a commercial at a hotel because I don't have a TV yet. And uh, it was basically just biting right off of Google now and being like, hey, when I get here, remind me to do this. And hey, when I do this, remind me to do that. And it, it's cool. It's cool to have another choice, I guess. 
maybe they can well, make it do something that you know isn't completely replicated. Yeah, but an interesting thing about Cortana is that they're also bringing it to Windows 10, apparently. So, you know, that's actually uh, fairly intelligent for them to do because if you in- integrate that with your smartphone, integrate that with your Windows PC, you know, you have this kind of extended ecosystem. You know, into your phone. So, isn't that pretty much what Google did? Like on my Chromebook, if I have a Google tab open, I can just be like, "Okay, G Word," and then yeah, it'll yeah. and just talk to it, and it'll basically take all the commands and do everything. Yeah. You know, your phone will do. Yeah, there's Google Chrome apps that you can run independently of of the browser itself. You can close the browser and run Keep and all these other things. Yeah, as their own separate apps. So, kind of the reverse, bring their apps, you know, into Android. So that's cool. And supposedly it works pretty decent. I haven't messed with uh, the Cortana version yet, but yeah, people seem to dig it. It it sounds stupid, but I I never really used um I like I was never really a big Halo person, but just the fact that it's called Cortana, like I, it it elicits warm and fuzzy feelings. What else are you gonna call it? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, Microsoft really Now. Other... Microsoft Now. Okay, Microsoft Now. When I get no. To my batch of land, remind me to blow my brains out and dig a hole first. No, you can say, hey, Bill Gates. Hey, Bill. Okay, Bill Gates. No, okay, Balmer. And then just yell at it. Yeah. Watch as the battery bursts into flames. (laughs) Uh, Well, that's cool. I think there's potential there, and I, th- I think, uh, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes, uh, but it's definitely going to make it more competitive, you know, if you have that option, as well as, you know, Google Now, but it can get confusing, you know, yelling at your phone all the time, <laughs> having the different voice assistants do their work, so I don't know. I, I've always been sort of like, you know, not always, but I mean, the past few years I've been very um, – down on on these competing services just because Google has done such a good job. Um, <clears throat> but then I, I got the uh, that Amazon Echo with uh, with Alexa where you talk Alexa. to her, and yeah. I have to say, like, if if I could put that on my phone, I would use that over over what Google's doing. Like there there is some serious competition in this uh, in this space now. Um, so if Microsoft can can latch on to some of that technology, develop some of their own. They have a, I, I totally see them being competitive, even with Google's their own version baked into the uh, OS. Yeah. It would be cool to have that capability on more than just your Chrome browser if you're actually on desktop. So that would be cool. Well, speaking, speaking of Alexa, one thing I wanted to bring up is, you know, what if they put that functionality in all the Kindle tablets? What if they come out with a Fire Phone 2? Amazon? Yeah, Amazon. What if they come out with like a Fire Phone 2 that isn't super overpriced and under spec that has Alexa on it as well, and then they've already built an, an Amazon? Amazon, yeah. Alexa? Yeah, Alexa's an Amazon product. So That you know, thing it's, that's it's, a toolbar? Are you kidding? Alexa? No, that, that the... No, it, that is what its name is. You know, it's that's but the name. So the Alexa site ranking name. website. If you go to alexa.com and it's is that what you're talking about, or am I no, just no? The Amazon Echo has a name, and and her name is Alexa. <sighs> really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <sighs> it's no. I I have to God tell damn you, it. Like, it, this thing is amazing. I like. It, it's it's a I, I won't talk about it too much. But no, it, please it, talk about it a bunch. I want to hear all about this amazingness. What is it, Alexa? It, it, it's, it looks like a little tube. Mm. You know, it's like that, and the tube is like a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, yeah. And you 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 pair it with your phone. Um, I think it does it via Wi-Fi, similar to setting up a Chromecast. Is this what you guys are doing while I'm gone? Is this? Yeah. Is this the kind of okay? That so you it has technology built in, so it, much like the Xbox One, it's always listening. Um, mm. And but what it what it also does though is uh, there's some there's something to where when it hears its keyword, um, it's it must be going back in in the cached audio a little bit because you don't have to wait for it. 
you can just say, Alexa, what is the weather today? And it will process it. it she'll speak to you and say, the weather today and such and such is this. Then you can also follow it up with, okay, what's the forecast? And uh, she'll go through more, like more of a forecast. Um, you know, maybe they cached a bunch of information anyways. Maybe they preload a, no, a number of stock information you typically ask, and that may be part of why it's so quick. Well, I, there, it, you can tell that it's going because there's like a there's like a one or two seconds where it's going out to the internet to get the information, but it's just the voice recognition, I guess, is what I'm talking about. Like recognizing that that you said my name and you asked me a question. It, you don't have to wait for it to be ready the same way that if you say, okay, Google, you have to wait for it to be ready. Makes sense. Yeah. When I um, say I'm always listening, what I mean is I'm always hearing you. I'm listening about 20 to 35% of the time. We know. Yeah. Uh, Sony shutting down PlayStation Mobile. Is that Sony shutting it down, or is that, like, hackers shut that shit down, and then Sony was like, you know what? We're done. We're done. Screw you guys. It, be. <laughs> it may just not be a profitable service for them, and potentially attack, but... Hackers shut down profitable. Sony PlayStation Mobile, and then hacked a bunch of news sites and wrote articles that Sony shut it down. No one be, would be surprised if that really was the story. That's how I'm reporting it, so now that is the story. <laughs> It would be unsurprising, uh, really. But no, I just think nobody used it. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't use it. It seems like a no-brainer, like that. That you would be like, oh man, I can buy these games, and I, you know, because people they they install emulators all the time on their devices. But now, the implementation just now. Happen. Do you agree with with the article here? This says uh, the the PlayStation Mobile effort was a bust pretty much from the get go due to the fact that Android gaming has never been huge unless you like crushing candy. Hmm? I... I, I beg to differ. Was it, was, it was locked down to Sony devices at first. I think that's the main problem. Android gaming is fine. I love Android gaming. If I had a tablet still, I would continue to Android game. It's It's not to the level of Nintendo or Sony when it comes to mobile gaming. Like, well, not, that's not good because guess what? It's not a gaming console like Sony and Nintendo are. You know, it's a phone and a tablet yeah. that also yeah, happens to be has, wicked at gaming. Has the same challenge because right. they have their own set of apps that you can buy through their store, their Android apps as well. And you know, that's that's a challenge you have for when you're trying to build a competing market that's somehow within the Android ecosystem. So, but I guess it didn't work out for Sony, so they had to shut it down. So, yeah, shut that shit down. Uh, I'm not going to cry about it. I'd rather just go emulator anyway, personally, because most of the time they're smaller and they run better. Surprisingly, yeah, makes sense. Did you know? Well, we were speaking of watches earlier. As a host, I should have brought this up then. I'm sorry if that bothers some of our listeners in the chat. I'll try and be better at that. But see, now I lost my now I lost my place. Is this annoying? <laughs> um, you can find your watch. You can find your phone on your watch. Kind of handy. Hmm. Oh yeah, this is the the Android Wear update. If if you're gonna lose one or the other, I I would say I'm gonna lose the watch first because the phone's a little bigger. You've yeah. been used to carrying a phone so much, people maybe not so much used to that watch. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, the watch is physically attached to you, so I think that you would yeah. lose the phone first. But I feel like sometimes you take the you take the watch off, you set it on the desk at the hotel maybe next to your wedding ring, and, uh, you know, maybe you forget the watch. Because you're not used to it. I don't know. Then you call the service, and the girl won't give the watch back. Right? <laughs> it's a whole to-do. <laughs> like, keep the credit cards. Keep the, keep the money. I, I need my driver's license back because I'm not going to the DFV, and I need my watch. This is... I don't, I don't think this is... 
as groundbreaking as one might hope it would be, because I think this is more like I left my watch over in that other place. Like, like Android Device Manager. That's exactly what this is. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like, you know, it's it's shoved in the couch cushions and I can't find it, which I think would be infinitely more helpful. Well, you can still do that with the Android Device Manager. So if anything, it's a good option to have. It's intelligent and it would be a good default to have, you know, on all the smartwatches, you know, in the future. So I think it's cool. I didn't realize you could do short, like short range tracking with Android device manager. You you can make it beep. I know with with a smartphone, anywhere in the house it doesn't have to be you know across the world. You can, as long as it's got internet connectivity, you can. You can lock beep. and erase and make it beep and make it vibrate. If you know what I mean. So that's <laughs> cool. Uh, Android Android Auto, the APK finally. Finally released for all of us with brand new cars that came fully equipped with Android Auto. Now you can finally use it, so that's cool. I'm actually yeah. kind of I'm I'm kind of into this. I I want a deck for my Neon that's uh, Android Auto. That would be cool. Yeah, there, there are third party uh, Android uh, Auto uh, head units out now. They're just coming out. Panasonic has three of them. Their next series NEX, like the four to one hundred, seven to one hundred, and eighty one hundred, and they're Unfortunately, seven hundred, twelve hundred, and fourteen hundred dollars each. But they are the first line of uh, Android Auto head units you can put out there. There's a couple other companies out there I, I can't think of offhand that that have similar products as well. But uh, yeah, it's out there now, and you can use those with these as well. I've actually been interested in getting the seven hundred dollar one myself, but I can't part with that that amount of money. <laughs> For that, so I want like, one. I want a good one though, so I'm gonna have to probably wait for next gen. Yeah, with with these three that are coming out, the lesser expensive two have resistive screens, but the more expensive one, the the 8100 has a capacitive screen. And you can do pencil touch. I will. Uh, I'll take this Pioneer. It looks pretty nice. Pretty nice Pioneer, indeed. Pioneer is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Ooh. I was thinking Panasonic, but it, it's Pioneer. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to have to get this. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It offers all the features that you get. In, oh, and in it's only dollars, so. only $1,400. Yeah, I'll take two. One for my Maserati <laughs> and one for my Rolls. I mean, might as well, right? This is really, I mean, it really is for newer cars. Uh, I, re- I was reading through the setup instructions, and I mean, one cool thing is it doesn't have to be built into the car, but the car needs to have a USB plug. Um, so, I mean, I guess I could put it on my phone. I plug it into the car, and then it recognizes that I'm plugged into a car and changes into Android well, Auto. It, it has a USB port on it, and then you connect your smartphone to it via USB. It's not like your phone is wirelessly sending all of its data to it. Your phone actually takes over and controls it and everything you do on the screen is then powered by your phone. And your phone actually, oh. the screen goes black. Or it actually, maybe it shows the Android Auto logo. I can't remember, but I've seen some demos of it. But your phone essentially powers it, or all, all the stuff goes through, through the phone. So. It's like tethering your car to your phone, then. It, it's like that. At least the three units that I've seen have uh, offered that feature. I mean, that's how it works for those. I mean, it is pretty cool, and I think it's more... Um, what do you call it? like it, it? It makes more sense than you know. My car has a has a three G wireless plan through AT and T. Like yeah, you know, you just plug it in and then it uses your existing. Well, another thing, another thing about these head units is they also have the the Apple iOS Auto, whatever you call it, feature as well. And they do the same thing with the with the iPhone or whatever. They plug the iPhone up. So the advantage here is that it's multi multi platform. Whenever you buy these head units, if you if you're a girlfriend or wife or whoever has an iPhone and you have an Android phone, either one of you could use it and it'll switch to whatever is powering it. So it's that's pretty, pretty intelligent cool. the way it's doing. Anyways, I'm sorry, go on, Matt. Oh, I was just saying, that's, that is pretty cool. It, it would just be cool to have like the the thing there instead of having your phone on a dock and yeah. then having your head unit. Like Mine's just a Bluetooth unit. Like There's no disc that's or anything. It's 
Bluetooth, and then yeah, it plays through the phone, and you can hit the buttons like to fast forward tracks or like skip ads on freaking podcasts because everybody has ads on their damn podcast. But it's you're you're getting a very like a minimal LED line, and yeah. I mean you can change colors and all that. But like to have something like this uh, with with the full phone, Google Play card, that'd be cool. Yeah, and compared to your phone, most phones are in the five inch diagonal screen size range, and these are all seven inch, you know, tablet size yeah. screens. So I'll just put in fact if mm-hmm. if you install this APK and then tap the picture like ten times when you open up the uh, when you open up the app. You can enable a developer mode. What? So and then what? These things. And then what? Cool. Uh, you can share screenshots. You can save video, audio. You can collect GPS data. Nice. Um, it's like a little black in. box if you get in a little car crashy. I think you could. Uh, I mean, at the very least, it, it would it would help in, uh, you know, maybe hacking this thing a little bit. You could look at the log files. Mm, let me catch your log files. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I I'll probably wait because that's a ridiculous amount of money to spend on a first gen anything like that. Yeah, I'll I look forward to, to Kenwood's reviews come out. Yeah, I'd like to see the reviews for it before I consider buying it, and maybe if there's a price drop. But unfortunately, in the car stereo world, prices don't drop immediately. Yeah, you know, yeah, they're, they're gonna. Be expensive for a while, so. Well, and hey, if you want to just give us some, we'll write reviews for them, and then I'll put it in my car. I'll review it extensively. (laughs) I will expensively review it also. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Did we talk about Best Buy and Amazon tossing out $50 off the Nexus 9? Are you getting a Nexus 9? Who said they were getting a Nexus 9? Nick? Me. Eric's already beating me to the punch, but yeah, I'm, I'm also getting one. Are are you getting a fifty dollar off Nexus Nine? Yes. So Best Buy is offering uh, it the only the white option for fifty dollars off. You can walk in the store and pick it up. But Amazon is offering it on. I'm pretty sure maybe all the Wi-Fi versions. It it spells out in the article all the versions. But I know it's the black and white uh, models uh, that you can just get for fifty dollars off. And we have Amazon Prime, so uh, I ordered it earlier today and I'm paying like three bucks to have it here tomorrow. And uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I've waited a couple years to upgrade from my old Nexus seven and it's just too old and slow at this point as, as much as I would love it to magically get faster, it's not going to. So uh, I need something newer and I'm not interested in buying last year's Nexus seven because it, it was roughly the equivalent of my Nexus four in terms of, specifications and there's a bunch of new tablets in the seven or eight inch size that I'd be interested in getting but the Nexus 9 I'm willing to take a chance on it especially uh you know a few months after it's come out and hopefully some build quality issues have improved so I'll tell you what I got my girlfriend a Nexus 7 like the newer one and she loves that thing yeah so it it depends what you're doing with it and what you're used to because she was going from like an S2 Three S three to that, and it was like way better. Just as oh, far no. as Android, like she stopped using her phone for a lot of the stuff she was using it. Started using a tablet for it. So good yeah. tablets for sure. Like I, I would definitely, if I had some extra money right now, I would just buy a couple and throw them in the neon and just have them in the car. Yeah, disposable money, marijuana millionaires out here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shit. Uh, Final Fantasy, a game after my own heart, as I know it is yours, Eric. Uh, coming the MMO. See, that's where that's where you lose me, bud. Can't can't do it. Lost me too. Not that into the MMO. Hours a day. I'm just in some cave in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Hmm. No. Did you? Did you guys obviously didn't get into this one either? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I and I mean nobody really got into it when it first released um, years back um, to the point that in O two two this weird two thousand two. Yeah, two thousand two, and then partway through, I want to say maybe two thousand. I don't know, maybe like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. They did like a relaunch, treating it like a new game, but it was the same game, and they changed a bunch of uh, they changed a bunch of things. Um, so, I mean, this is a, 
this is a long running thing. Um, but it, it just really hasn't ever been successful. Um, I, I, the only, I can't see this being successful on Android either. The only thing I can think of is maybe if they, if they're partnering, if they're actually partnering with, um, I don't know, like the NVIDIA console or like some Android TV box, um, that might be okay. But trying to do this on your phone or tablet, I think, is a, is a non-starter. Mistake. Mistake. Nah. And, uh, I mean, and there's a monthly fee, too. That's so what I'm really also not down with. I'm not going to pay you for a game and then pay you every month to play that game. Sorry, this is not how it works. Maybe I mean, in the future. Some are good. Yeah, but I don't know. I I paid for a WoW subscription for a little bit for probably a couple of years. We can't even um, be friends anymore now. I'm now I have to replace you with your brother. Do you see what just happened? Wait, hold on. Did he play no. WoW also? I'll, I'll kick ban him out of the chat right now. Did did he play WoW? You tell me. Don't lie. <laughs> I don't. Know you ask him. I'm not sure. And be and and by did 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 you play WoW? And be honest. And we're gonna, we're gonna pause the show. We're we're all looking at you, Embi. So you know, you take your time. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now you're listening. You're now prepared. Now. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, that, yeah, that's cool. It's I mean, more games. You know, even though Android. I threw it in there mainly for the for the discussion of how I don't think this is gonna work. <laughs> Like Dude. I am not, I'm not oh. on board with this. Oh, let me count the ways. How I think this is not gonna work. Credit card hacks and uh. yeah. Uh. Do you think maybe? And I mean, I don't wanna. I don't wanna like be the the arbiter of of this just disgusting outlook but but do you think maybe you you could spend a little less time and effort on uh this kind of silliness and maybe a little more time on your uh what's that called security your website security and your playstation network maybe i i don't know i i don't have playstation here so i couldn't tell you if it was yeah what I mean, this is a different company. I don't think these people have had. I don't think my credit cards leaked through Final Fantasy XI. No. No. Think again, Eric. <laughs> no, you're probably right. I got them confused with Sony for a second. Sorry. There is there is a lot of uh, there is a lot of fraud though when it comes to these MMOs, <laughs> yeah. which is. Which like is, first I mean, of all, let's, hold on, let's talk about fraud in these MMOs. First and foremost, that commercial that has the chick with the big, you know, she's not in that game. I don't know if you guys know that or not. Your princess is in another, another castle. Sorry, <laughs> Mario. <laughs> Sorry, guys, but uh, just, like, blatantly taking advantage of, like, over-testosteroned-out nerds that just, like, ah. Uh, Look at those things, like just out of control. If you no, if you search, if you search long enough, you'll find the boobage. Nice. I think that's 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 the main quest. We're all grinding for it. If we if we've learned anything from South Park and <laughs> huffing cat piss, it's that the boobage is there. You just gotta search for it. Dig deep. Dig deep. Uh, anything else? What else? Uh... What else happened? Not not too terribly much. Uh, you guys, I just want to say thanks to you guys for keeping our most popular podcast going uh, in these times of transitions. Moving here yep. out to the coast. Going well, to work. It's an evolution. It it's is. An evolution, so. It's good. It's very good. Ugh. Matt is a weed baron. A weed baron. Our- our sound will sound better. Uh, yeah, well, you know, Weed Refugee doesn't pay all that well, but I'm slowly working my way up to the Duke of Earl, and then uh, hopefully hopefully things will be okay. Just keep grinding. That's right. <laughs> keep uh, extracting and solving. Very good. So, anything else? You guys good? You got anything, uh, Nick? Any unboxings? Anything you want to mention on your YouTube channel? Well, tomorrow I'll be unboxing the Nexus 9, 
And uh, if I like it, I'll order the uh, keyboard accessory, you know, the case for it. So if I don't like it, I'll send it back and I'll get something else. But I, I need a tablet at this point and I'm willing to take a risk on the Nexus 9. So we'll see that tomorrow on my channel. I'll probably publish it tomorrow night. Or worst case, it'll come out Saturday. But hopefully I can get it out tomorrow night. Can I tell you, I am so down with my Chromebook. Like, I love no. that thing. I do as much work on it as I can. Yeah. I bring it to work with me, and I do yeah. things on it. Like, it is so great. Almost yeah, I'll leave mine at work. Better than a tablet, I would say, as yeah, far as, like, what I'm work. doing. Yeah, I'll do the same. I'll leave mine at work in case I have to stay late. And I can do a podcast there, you know, at, at night. Yeah, even like the low end one I got. Like I got the four gig of RAM extra, yeah. but it's just it's not. It's that little Asus. Then, like a month or two later, I found one on Woot for like way cheaper. So I got one for BJ. Loves it. We're gonna try and do Hangouts since I'm over here, so we can do the jam hole still. But yeah, cool. I just I just wanted to mention like those Chromebooks are awesome. <laughs> like I'm loving mine for sure. Yep. Eric? So you're buying a Pixel, that's what you're saying? Uh, man, I I wouldn't mind one. <laughs> no, no. But see, I was smart and careful to get the i3 version, so if it sucked, I could actually put Ubuntu yeah. or something on it and run run something of substance. <laughs> you, you've got a really good uh, processor but, to run on it, so that, that's definitely yeah. a good choice. Yeah, it does work. And the extra RAM, like hers uh, and the one I got, Bob, uh, theirs are like the 2 gig versions, 216, and then mine's the 432, which is just, yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, attacktheandroids.com. I think we have an email address. My associate here will tell you. Uh, Matt, we do have an email address, and it is show oh, good. at attackoftheandroids.com. Oh, good. I would feel like an ass if you were like, yeah, no, we don't have an email address anymore, so... <laughs> yeah, Sorry. Sorry. Uh, we should be on the new server. I, I'm pretty sure, like, half of my shit is on the new one, and half of it is still pointing to the old one. Ah, DNS is like... DNS is a fickle beast, I'll tell you what. Like domains and then domains of domains and then subdomains and add-on domains and like zones and a records and c names and and mx's and ugh. yeah the internet's not just a big app <laughs> maybe the corner of it you use might be but contrary to popular belief there is far more to this oh so much i'm learning though it's pretty badass all right. Well, thanks for listening. Follow us online, all the social networks. Give us a review on iTunes. We definitely always appreciate that. Uh, we're on Stitcher. We are all over the place. So interact with us on the Google Plus community. That's where there and Facebook is pretty much where we're most active. Twitter, we kind of just use to let you know when the show's live, uh, except I didn't even do that this evening. But I moved. We're back. We'll get back into the swing of things. And uh, yeah, everything will be good. So keep staying on subscribed and subscribe to the YouTube channel and Nick's and uh, yeah, we'll catch y'all next Thursday, right? Thursday. Yeah. Work. All right, cool. We'll have a great evening, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to attack of the androids. You can join us every week at www.attackoftheandroids.com slash live.